2: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. (gasps) Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Of course. The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you. Mm. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your house, but there was something truly special about making that trip, picking a movie out by hand, and throwing a temper tantrum because your stupid dad wouldn't buy you an overpriced box of milk duds. (laughs) On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, two dudes who love to eat chocolate, especially chocolate infused with Carolina Reaper hot peppers, Sean (laughs) Pryor and AJ Vance. How the heck are
1: ya? Never again. Never again. Never again. It ruined my life for at least like 13 minutes. As devious and dangerous
3: as like Wonka's creation seem, nothing will top that. No. He's never been that evil. No.
2: <laughs> really so bad. you're saying Pepper Joe's is more evil than the Wonka Factory? Absolutely. Okay, 100. <laughs> what we're saying, yes. Well, boys, on this entrapment. Epi- <laughs> Well, my boys, on this episode, we will discuss a movie that gave us one of the most iconic movie characters of all time, a movie that has fascinated and terrified kids all around the world for 50-plus years, a story about children who have very normal adolescent character flaws and get murdered for them. We're, of course, talking about 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Good day, sir. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and for those looking to find this movie, as of the recording of of this in mid August 2022, I found it for free on HBO Max.
3: Sure did, same here. Yeah. Again.
2: HBO Max has been pretty
1: clutch for the last couple months for us, I think. Yeah. So I think they're in tune with us. I think, think so, so? Too. I think they're in tune with us. There should just yeah. be,
3: we should have all the movies that we've covered that they have, that we just should have our own little folder on there. Our
1: own little column. Yeah. So what you're like, saying is HBO
2: should become, like, the presenting sponsor of The Confused Breakfast, and whatever their movies are, are the ones that we do. Yep. Yep. Hit us up. At, I mean. Uh, Disney. Uh, box office. Man. Yeah, hit us up at uh, farts.com <laughs> at gmail. <laughs> you plus, got it. Or whatever. I don't know. F A R T
1: Z. At gmail.com. Because 60, 69, yeah. yep. Yeah. Gmail.com. What? That doesn't
2: work. It came oh! <laughs> Well, in order to properly dissect and review this movie with a modern eye, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. AJ, tell us about the first time you saw this and what you thought, what your rating was, man. I'll give you one
1: word. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. You that, guys knew I, I was going. Yeah. I didn't think about it, but yes, you're right. It, it, like, when you're that age and you see... The things on the screen that are on the screen during Willy Wonka—it's terrifying. Like there, there are aspects of it that are absolutely terrifying, and it entices you because of all the gorgeous coloring of like the chocolate room. Yeah, and you're (laughs) you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. This is what I wanted. I want, I want that. I want, I want to eat everything. (laughs) Yeah. And then you got and try to eat grass, and it doesn't taste anything like chocolate. But no. I remember, I remember trying to watch this movie. I remember just feeling very scared of like the Oompa Loompas, like when they came around and like the, it's the paint. I don't like clowns and stuff, anyways. Yeah. So when I see like the Oompa Loompas and like I'm just no, I can't do it. Uh, the face paint scares the heck out of me. And then I'm sure that there was some sort of thing on TV later on that was spoofing it and made the Oompa Loompas into absolutely terrifying gremlin-type <laughs> creatures that were, with teeth that eat you. And, ah, no. No way, bro. No way, bro. Um, so, anyways, I honestly, being younger, trying to watch this movie, didn't understand it other than, that, oh, there was candy involved. I'm going to give it a A four. A flat four. (laughs) Sean,
2: what about your nostalgic Uh,
3: uh, Well, watching this movie, probably just with my brother, whenever. I think we watch it quite a bit, to be honest. And it was just literally because, like, all the candy looked good. And, like, they were singing. And, you know, it's made for kids, obviously. So I was just kind of uh, taken with it. And it's whimsy. Yeah.
2: I'd say back then probably just like I liked it, I liked movies so six. So just a plain sixer. Yeah. I was I was fairly high on this when when I would go over to my dad's parents my my grandpa grandma and grandma and grandpa I can't talk Schulte, <laughs> We basically had two choices of VHS. It was Sorry, we had three. It was Wizard of Oz Smoking the Bandit and Willy and the Waka and the Chocolate yeah. Factories and all that stuff. <laughs> the only one that's Willy not scary the Wonka is Smoky. And the- yeah, <laughs> and which is the one which is the one we normally chose. Like yeah. we watch Smokey and the Bandit a lot. Great we would enough. eat pizza flavored goldfish and we would watch one of those three movies. Hell yeah! And from time to time we would put on Willy Wonka and I don't. We'll get into it. Like, all I remember watching is, like, the factory parts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we must have somehow just always, or my grandpa just always sped it up and said, here's where the movie starts
1: or whatever. Here's where they'll find it interesting. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Here's where they'll shut up. So I did choose other movies over this, but it was pretty fun. Pretty fun, spooky movie. I'm a 6.5 nostalgic. Yeah. Uh, Our boy Josh Miller, executive producer of the episode, he said this might be one of the most time-appropriate movies so far that I could review. Born? Born in 77 and I probably saw this for the first time that I could understand it in the mid 80s. As a kid how could you not like this movie? Who knows how many times I've actually seen this. Dozens is easily the range of possibility. Knowing what I know now and trying to think back on this as a kid watching it is tough, but this was so fanciful to me. Going to a candy factory, it was just one amazing scene after another. As a matter of fact after I had seen the movie, my mom took a job in the front office of a local candy company. <laughs> Guess what? Made your effing letdown no no little people making candy no scary boat ride no super secret experimental candies my childhood was wrecked no no to, to my best recollection the candy they made sucked as well as a kid <laughs> oh. I, I never read between the lines of the whole story and what each kid represented and what wonka represented I just knew I wanted gum that didn't run out of flavor, a jawbreaker that lasted forever, and a drink that you could make that could make you fly. Yes, please. (laughs) I always enjoyed this movie as a kid, and it certainly takes me back to a time in my life that was fun. This movie was never a favorite of mine, but still great. I'll give it a nostalgic score of 7.2. Nice. So that takes us to a 5.93. On the nostalgic reading, which is pretty low. That's actually funny enough that is tied with Stand By Me and Red Dawn. Weird, kind of strange company there. But it's those are that's pretty low on wow. the list. Like Stand By
3: Me and Willy Wonka are like a, a staples of my childhood. Yeah, that I watched all the time. And you, yeah. you
2: just didn't really like them. I that guess much. you were just like I watched them. That's about it for me. Well, they were they took up time. <laughs> <laughs> they did, man. Well, Confused Breakfast listeners, this quick message is for you. I have to remind you about our favorite whiskey in the entire world, Cedar Ridge. They've been a sponsor of this podcast for a long time now, so you already know everything there is to know about this amazing company. I don't need to tell you that they were named Distillery of the Year in 2017. Don't. I don't need to tell you that their delicious products include the flagship bourbon, the quintessential American single malt, and their amazing collaboration with Slipknot. Freak
1: out dude. Duality. <laughs> Stop. Please. Don't. Don't tell them anymore.
2: I also don't need to tell you that you can likely grab a bottle at your local store around the Midwest, and if you can't find it there, you can directly order it online at cedarridgewhiskey.com. I don't have to tell you any of these things because you already know it. We've been talking about this for years. Mm -hmm. So as I cheers my two friends, I only have a Coors Light, but eventually I'll get a guy there, I guess. You'll get it. I'll get one eventually. Sure. Uh, we Sean we Bell. are we are so happy that you guys are here, and we're so happy you're reaching out and you're drinking Cedar Ridge whiskey. Consider buying a bottle there. Truly taking the world by storm. And if you have a whiskey fan in your life, or you're thinking about broadening your liquor horizons, yeah. you got to give them a shot. You won't be disappointed. You'll make us happy. Drink responsibility. Uh, Drink responsibility. Drink responsibility. And if
3: you're coming to our live show, you can see it in first person responsibility, <laughs> which is
1: scrumptidlyumptious. Cedar Ridge Whiskey. Oh, that's mm. nice. Hey. So next is time Wonka's to learn. Whiskey.
2: <laughs> Wonka's Whiskey. Wonkus <laughs> Whiskey. Ooh, would that be weird? Would that be like a chocolate whiskey or something? I Is that good? I'm into that. Uh, I'll be all right with that. Okay, so somebody do that. Cedar Ridge. Cedar Ridge, do that. Cedar Ridge. <laughs> whiskey.com. Was- whiskey.com. <laughs> well, next is time to learn all the pertinent and important details of the movie. Sean, that's your job. What do you got, man?
3: Produced by Stan Margulis and David Walper. Wolf. Written by Rawl Dahl, based off his novel. Cinematography by Arthur Ibbotson. Edited by David Saxon. Music, lyrics, or er music. Lyrics and music by Leslie Bercusi. Musical numbers staged by Howard Jeffrey. Lyrics and music by Anthony Newley. Mm. Directed by Mel Stewart. Uh, he did a lot of TV, including Call of the Wild, Sex in the Animal Kingdom.
1: Tight. Cast. Is that like Carrie Bradshaw goes to Safari or <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: really funny. I like that. Uh, uh, guys, <laughs> we give him <them> the belt. <laughs> <laughs> take it. I don't know. I like uh, over my head. We'll get just tell me later we'll I
2: get guess get there. On re and yeah. you'll get <laughs>
3: Gene Wilder, Jack Albertson, Peter Ostrom, Rory Kinnear. I don't know if there's any Greg connection. Julie Dawn Cole, <laughs> Leonard Stone, Denise Nickerson, Nora Denny, Paris Thamen, Michael Bolner, <laughs> Diana Saul, <laughs> and Gunter Meissner. Of course. Love it. The idea for adapting the novel uh, actually came from an unlikely inspiration, Mel Stewart's 10-year-old daughter. Uh, said to her father, "Dad, why don't you make a movie about Willy Wonka with Uncle Dave?" Producer Dave Walper had suggested to Quaker Oats, who was going oh. to be putting out the Wonka bar, to buy the rights to the book and finance the film in order to promote the new candy bar. So, so this is one giant, just like commercialization.
1: Like pretty much buyer 100%.
3: stuff,
2: right?
1: Hundred
3: percent. Wow. Jeez. Um. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get to the artistry. This, this is study. the
1: top gun of candy, <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what we're saying. Got it, got
3: it. The producers it. quickly decided that the film should be a musical and went looking for composers finding Leslie Bruchius and Anthony Newley. There are some speculations as to why the title changed from the original book. One saying that Charlie was... So the original book is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. One saying that Charlie was too close to Hey Charlie, which is what African-American people were referring to white people at the time as uh, specifically white rich people.
2: Uh, Also, isn't this like Vietnam era and like Charlie?
3: Yeah, so and also Americans Americans in Vietnam were calling the enemy Charlie. Walper said he changed the title so the film would have a closer tie with the product they were trying to sell. That makes sense. There's also like some other speculations as uh, like... People who were like, oh, did you see that, that Willy Wonka movie? And uh, oh, oh, did you see that Charlie movie? He just, he thought it would be like a catchier kind of title. Uh, for the role of Willy Wonka, Fred Astaire, Joel Grey, Ron Moody, Peter Sellers were all considered as well as the entire group of Monty Python. Oh,
1: <laughs> The entire group. The entire group. So like they, they would take, take turns at like different rooms. Or <laughs> or something they would have been Oompa Loompas. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Oh. Ministry of Silly Walks. Oh my. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, it would be amazing.
1: <laughs> when Wilder was
3: cast, he had one condition, and that was his grand entrance with the cane and falling down, which we will get to. Mm. Principal photography began on November 19th, 1970 in, an in and around the Bavaria studios, Munich and West Germany. The production liked the ambiguity the setting had for the film. So like Munich and Germany around those surrounding areas, like especially when we get the like the wide shot when they're taken off at the end, it just kind of looks like it could be any town or kind of like a town just kind of like out of a book almost is what I it seems like to me anyway. Mm. On a budget wow. of three million, the film was released in June, 7, uh, in June, uh, on June thirtieth, <laughs> nineteen seventy one, and was not a great success. Almost not making its money back with a take of four million, it was nominated for best music and has gone on to be a cult classic and spawn a remake by
2: Timothy Burton. So what's interesting is you, you said it bombed. I mean, in 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 the grand scheme of things, it bombed, right? So that means that it literally vanished after it was in theaters mm-hmm. until the the video rental phase which was started in the early 80s so this movie basically disappeared yeah from from everyone's brains until it came back on video,
3: which is probably why, in in my estimation, is like why it's so well regarded now, is because people discovered it in the eighties, and I feel like it was uh, it was more of like a you could share it more back then, because like in the seventies it was in theaters, and then it was and then that's it, just kind of gone. Maybe went to TV, yeah. for
1: for a few nights, but that's it. It's such a weird, it's such a weird thing to think about. Like that's so foreign to us, yeah, because mo- especially now, like. It could just be on TV. It could yeah. be on HBO. It could be part of the release yeah. Yeah. and be instantly accessible to us. Whereas then it was, oh, yeah, this movie didn't do very well. Uh, good luck. You'll probably never see it for a <laughs> yeah. long time. Forever. Very, very weird. And making like even those movie stars and stuff even more inaccessible, too. Yeah, That's, right. It's, and like adding to their fame, so strange. <laughs> yeah. So strange.
2: Well, we know you have at least one friend or family member who loves this movie just as much as you do. So hit that little share icon on your podcast app. Directly message this episode to them. That is one of the best ways you can support this podcast. Other than that, you can check us out on Patreon. We have a growing community of over 200 people that are just loving these extra perks, supporting the podcast. They get get bonus weekly audio. There's like 80 hours that if you sign up today, you'll get access to. Right after this, we're going to do a little mini episode for just them. That's what so, I'm right. saying. You get to vote on upcoming movies. You get our um, our private Discord channel. We're having some fun <laughs> conversations on that. So check us out. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. AJ's up next. You did all the
1: research for us. Let us know the ratings and reviews of this movie. What do you got, man? Well, I hope it tastes better than some of us can't. I don't know. The, the tomato, tomato meter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: tried. Tastes better than tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Ninety-one uh, <laughs> wow. percent certified fresh on the tomato meteor. That's top
2: fifteen of any movie we have done. That is uh, that is tied with Stand by Me. All right for a critical oh. review. Ninety-one How about that.
1: Oh, audiences agreed eighty-seven percent. Um, for an audience rating, uh, in the Tomato Land, seven point eight on IMDb. Listen to the company of other seven point
2: eights that we have reviewed. Please, Ghostbusters, Breakfast Club, Goonies, Sandlot, Predator, Willy Wonka. Wow, that's a quadruple feature. That's a that's, that's
3: a whole
1: that's a, <laughs> a whole night at a theater. <laughs> that's a whole lot. That's a, a whole, whole lot. Well, I'll tell you
2: what that is. That's a whole
1: lot. Uh, that's a whole lot right there. I'll tell you what. Wow, it's quite a bit. <laughs> wow. Well, uh well <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm gonna talk again. Okay. Uh Chicago Sun Times, Roger Ebert gave it a one hundred out of a hundred. Wow, of course he did. It. A five out of five, a two out of two. Thumbs. Gave it the standing ovation from down below never mind. Wow. wow. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is probably the best film of its sort since The Wizard of Oz, Michael. It is everything that family movies usually claim to be, but aren't. Delightful, funny, scary, exciting, and most of all, a genuine work of imagination. Willy Wonka is such a surely and wonderfully spun fantasy that it works on all kinds of minds. And it is fascinating because, like all classic fantasy, it is fascinated with itself. Mm. I decided to go the opposite way on my second Somebody who didn't didn't find it that great, I believe. So Sinister 1971 children's film <laughs> taken from a book by Roald Dahl. Roald? Roald? How'd you say I've, it? I've
3: heard it pronounced just Roald Dahl.
1: Roald Dahl. I thought yeah. it was
2: Raz al Ghul.
3: Ra's al Ghul, <laughs> I believe, yes.
1: Uh, Gene Wilder, a candy magnate, takes a group of kids on a tour of his factory, which is manned by dwarves and filled with crafty machinery for the punishment of childhood vices. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy color schemes and visual effects once made this a popular head picture, though you'd have to be stoned to tolerate the score, which includes The Candyman, <laughs> that Mel Stewart directed. I don't know if you need to be
3: stoned. I think <laughs> I think the
2: movie is
1: stoned. I think the this stoned. is stoned.
2: If you're wondering what it feels like to be stoned, you've never gotten stoned, just watch <laughs> yeah. this movie. Right. Uh, <laughs> Time passes,
3: and you're like... What? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro. I'm like, Bo- I'm, like <laughs> I'm like real high right now. Guys,
1: no. we're going to the beach. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's next week. All right. <laughs> well, kind of. That was number two, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're right. Uh, pack your bag. One out of ten. Artistic. Too boring to even finish. Cliched story, terrible pace, predictable. Not sure how this is considered a classic masterpiece. Almost gave up towards the end. Just wasn't interested in the ending. Another one out of 10. I don't like it even though it's a classic. Bad. I don't like it. I think Dumb. the concept is stupid. And also, <laughs> when I was little, it scared me. <laughs> I don't care that it's a classic. I still think it should get one star. Okay, Five stars. Five. <laughs> yeah, Two out of 10 now. <laughs> Okay, number uh, one out of ten. Don't watch this," said Strawberry Candy. (laughs) Didn't like how she was portrayed in the film. Uh, Although many people found the movie great, well, I didn't, and so will you. (laughs) First of all, I guarantee it. If you read the book, you'll probably come up come upon this movie and feel desperate to watch it, but don't. It's a waste of time. The props are junky. The acting, oh my god, it's not even funny.
2: Wait, how did they how did they write that? Like the acting, did they do dash and then like oh my
1: god, or did it just period? Oh my god, or did they go parentheses? They did comma. Oh my god, comma, no space after that comma. Cool, cool. It's not even funny. They couldn't get it down fast enough. <laughs> they couldn't write it fast enough. You're right. It's even they're trying to save people from watching the movie. <laughs> oh god, time is up. The <laughs> essence. It's even worse than you imagine it will be. I also hate the characters, and Willy Wonka is as bad. (laughs) This movie doesn't even have sounds or special effects, and the music, yuck. They use parentheses that time. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) But come on, give these guys a break. It's in the 70s. Here's a tip. If you read the book and dying to see the movie, turn to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, starring Johnny Depp. What? This movie is funnier and so darn cool... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the actors are okay, and I would recommend this movie for Ro- Ronald Dull. <laughs> Readers, hope this comment was helpful. <laughs> How, how helpful it was. Did, is there ratings on that comment? That's their rating. It was, uh, yeah, zero out of 11. Yeah. So they did not find it, was, it helpful. It was not okay. useful <laughs> at all.
2: <laughs> well, thanks, Age. Before we dissect this movie scene by scene, That's me. we got to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Felix Gray Glasses. This amazing company makes affordable and stylish eyewear that filters out the harmful blue light wavelengths that come from our phones, TVs, computers, Clearly things that we use absolutely all day long and will never go away. It's been several months now since we've each been wearing a pair of these glasses. I got to personally tell you, I love mine. I have two yeah. pairs. I have the one that I wear at home when I'm on my computer. I already got my contacts in, non-prescription. And then I got the pair that I take my contacts out and I lay in bed with my cell phone above me. And I wear them and I get protection. I Do you have like the th- the thing you stick on your... You're, no, you're, okay. I you're, use like, my hands, okay. and, then, and to... then about once a month, I accidentally fall asleep and it hits me yeah. in the face. Yeah. Yeah. But like the glasses a... protect me.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a face It's, it's <laughs> <There's> scratch resistant.
2: <laughs> I, I can, I can honestly tell you, they, I know they are helping me sleep better and completely lowering the stress I have in my eyes. I was in Walgreens the other day and I, I found a, like a pair, and like, like glasses, just some generic, and you could literally like bend them. Yeah. You could find this film that yeah. you could peel off. <laughs> I mean, the, Felix Gray boasted they're fifteen times more effective at getting the blue light filtered out than other glasses, and they are much higher quality. There are crazy studies out there that show the effects of blue light like on things like sleep, mm-hmm. uh, but also as serious as macular ge- degeneration, even like cancer. Um, so blue light is not going away. Do the next best possible thing you can to protect yourself. Get some Felix Grey glasses. They are game changers. Check them out. Non-prescription prescription available. Felix com slash confused. That's F-E L I X G R A Y glasses dot slash confuse free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. Nice, very I nice, haven't... very many problems. <laughs> you can do that, Sean Connery. Yes, sure, yes. Sean Connery. <laughs> when are we going to do The Rock?
1: The Rock, um, welcome to The Rock. Welcome our, to the rock.
2: Our, our full month of Nick
3: Cage,
1: no yeah. Uh,
2: when are we doing that? Uh, May Uncaged, May Uncaged, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we were going to do May of Bay, May of Bay. So we'll do the Rock then. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. I, so wait, they have to all be Michael Bay movies with Nick Cage in them. No, I think,
1: <laughs> I may have Bay, Bay
2: uncaged. Like <laughs> oh I love it. Well, boys, what do you say that we fake an illness and just decide to lay in bed for 20 years? (laughs) We won't do anything except sleep and ruin the lives of our daughter and our grandson. We will patiently wait for the day where there's something that we can benefit directly from, and we will spring out of bed with absolutely zero muscular degeneration and then continue to try to ruin our grandson's life at our destination. So you're blaming this on the grandpa. I'm interested in this. We'll, We'll get to it. The suspense is terrible. Yeah. It, I hope it'll last. I hope it'll last. Here we go. So, Charlie Bucket is a poor boy who lives <laughs> with his widowed mother and four grandparents. On his way home from school one day, just his, newspaper, last his newspaper route takes him past the gate of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Charlie gains some knowledge about why no one goes in or out of the factory from a tinker at the gates and at home from his Grandpa Joe. The next day, word spreads that a contest has been launched. Five golden tickets are stashed in Wonka bars, and the finders get to tour Wonka's factory in free chocolate for life. The world goes crazy to find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So we talk about intro credits a lot. We do. Maybe the only intro credits besides "Years Later" with uh, I think it's Napoleon Dynamite to give you diabetes. <laughs> yeah, just by watching it. Yeah, unless you're wearing a Felix Gray, of course. Right, of course. Yeah,
1: um, y- yeah. Wonka Vision is going to change the world. It already has. It already so, has. So look for the bird. Don't be a nerd. <laughs> um, see the future. See the future. I do
2: good, good, good comparison though. I
1: do. I.
2: Napoleon dynam- Dynamite made me hungry. This yeah. one didn't really make me. I'm not a sweets guy. No, this really. I was just like,
1: nah, chocolate. Okay, fine. I, w- I was watching. It's like it's very specifically. It's like the fudge that's like folding over on itself, <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> oh god. Oh, am, I, am I hard? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, god.
0: Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no no. no. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch.
3: So it cuts to the candy shop owner. And did you guys did you guys see that Sammy Davis Jr was originally going to play the the candy shop I, guy the I candy man?
2: I, I would have been cool with that. I
3: I, think, yeah, right? I would have oh, loved man, that. What a
1: gas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's dude. my. Hey, Sammy Davis. The candy like, man. He he yeah. later did
3: a, a version of Candy Man. What? Yeah, and uh, I think it's better. I think he would have been great. I think like adding him in this movie would have like kind of elevated it a little bit. This dude has one of the
1: worst business models I have to say. <laughs> I, it's crazy. <laughs> I have to say. It is just it's appalling. I mean, he's just giving out candy. I mean, maybe he's, like, doing the drug dealer thing where he's just Is like, I'll just get him hooked. Yeah. Is that what and he's doing? He's like, yeah, I'll just lace all my stuff with drugs.
2: But he's not even carefully giving no. it away like, here, here's one. He's just throwing Taking it. Handfuls like handfuls and be like, get
1: get it in yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Get, just get like, it in. Yes. Dance, <laughs> Yes. Yes. Like little pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. seeds, Seats. Like throwing bread at them.
3: Yeah. I know he is. Well, and this is this is the moment too where I'm like, oh fuck, it's a musical, hundred uh, percent. Oh man, but
2: is this is this a musical? It's, is it not? There's
3: like musical numbers, I think, but which, which makes it tolerable for me. You know, and it's not full blown musical. I don't. I'm not a, a fan
1: of musicals. It wasn't supposed to be right. Like a, right, it but wasn't why, supposed why, to be a musical.
2: Is this just like a sign of the times? Like, why does he have to sing this song? I think it's just to
3: get kids on board. Honestly, really, yeah. I think like the if you have like a musical number. For Some reason, I guess it's just like, yeah, you know, oh, it's fun, it's a fun movie. It's
2: like not really a movie that I have to pay attention to, I can just kind of listen and watch. Hey, listen, kids, um, the actual good part of this movie is about an hour in, so we're just gonna have to put some musicals in here to <laughs> yeah. try to get you to the good part, okay? Correct,
1: we'll to keep them enticed.
2: So, so, dude's literally handing out free candy, and Charlie's outside looking in the window, going, I don't have any money, I'm poor. I wish I had candy.
1: I wish I had candy. So go inside. Go inside. And inside.
2: <laughs> he's just giving it away.
3: No, he he knows these kids. You know, he knows which ones are like are the paying customers. So he's just you know, it's like you uh, if you make a lot of money, you go into a watch shop or something like that, and they're like, oh yeah, just give this watch a, a spin for a month and tell me if you like it. Then you yeah. can pay. It's me. like a loyalty thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like giving him giving the candy on layaway.
1: <laughs> no, I know those kids. They paid for their membership. exactly.
3: And then when Charlie walks in, he's like, get the fuck out of yeah. here.
1: He's like, <laughs> you smell. <laughs> like, let's see, like, Charlie just walks in. He's like, all oh, right, free candy. He's just like, <laughs> song uh, stops. The candy man. <laughs> <laughs> the There's literally a record scratch. <laughs> Candyman can't for you. <laughs> Stupid kid, get out of here. <laughs> oh, bucket.
4: <laughs> ah, it's bucket ah, again. It's smelly, poor bucket <laughs>
1: <again>. <laughs> Smelly bucket.
3: <laughs> Smells of stained sheets and green porridge apparently
1: pipe tobacco too. <laughs> yes yes, yes. we'll find out well, so
2: let's 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 just explore charlie's home life because like this just still is weird for me i remember still wondering like how is this possible that number one <laughs> two sets of people can sleep in a bed together yeah and they've apparently been doing it for a very long time yeah and apparently they never get out of the bed yeah And that's just got to be one of the most disgusting, foul smelling places in the history of the world. Yes. That bedroom. I or mean, sorry, it's just the the kitchen. It's, apparently, yeah, is where they it's, sleep. It's a studio. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a studio. Oh yeah,
3: that's a studio. That they got.
1: That they got.
3: There's going on. literally just the the room that they're all in with it, yeah. and it has a, a mini kitchen. And then there's like a closet where the rag woman does all of
2: her we- rag washing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting. It's an interesting setup to make the bed the centerpiece of the room. Yeah, quite <laughs> <laughs> feng shui. But there's I, a
2: lot of different ways, but you have to allow them space to somehow <laughs> get their ass off the bed to shit. In bedpans, correct,
1: because they don't get up. So well, they're all upper body at this point. They're all basically Lieutenant Dan <laughs> yeah. inside that thing. Hundred percent. <laughs> well,
2: well, Grandpa George, the other one, yeah.
1: like he doesn't have long. I ain't got. Mu- I ain't got hope for him.
2: <laughs> he's, he does not last poor much guy. longer than this. He apparently, may have gone uh, while they were in the factory. Honestly, he appar- probably did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: apparently, uh, apparently. They really wanted to typecast this person, or like make sure this was an authentic performance because that guy had some issues altogether. Anyways, the actor, really, he couldn't see anything. <laughs> like oh, he couldn't he he couldn't hear much. Like he had a lot of like like I don't know issues from like here? World War Two or are something are that he like. And they used like a red dot for him to look where. Oh my god! Uh, it's like you couldn't find somebody who who just. Could see, like <laughs> well, maybe there was a casting. Th- I don't know. We didn't want to pay him. Well, we- maybe <laughs> pay- he didn't know he was in a movie. Maybe.
2: maybe don't even write in the other set of grandparents. Maybe, maybe. it's just one pair of grandparents yeah. that live there.
1: Why are why are we all four there? Yeah. Well, you know, I guess. Four four mouths, four useless mouths. <laughs> it definitely seems four more dire than two. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and then so so we're just gonna I'm just gonna continually rag on Grandpa Joe here a little bit. You don't because, like Grandpa Joe. Because listen, um so he he's literally so selfish. He's been in bed here just yeah. drinking their cabbage water for 20 yeah. years. But yet he's still smokes tobacco. I know, dude. So he still, like, he smokes it in the house, I'm guessing, and he also takes whatever money the family has to, like, buy tobacco. He doesn't... He can't leave, so someone still has to go buy him the tobacco, which is probably Charlie. Well, yeah, and, and what kind of Charlie. what was kind
1: of manipulative narcissist is convincing them that it's okay for him to be like have this habit <laughs> <laughs> while they're eating? While they're eating? But no, it's fine, Grandpa. I'll You're tell you who it tobacco.
3: is. It's the it's the person who has no fucking hope and squashes all hope at any chance it arises. The fucking mom. Oh, no, yeah, she, she
2: sucks. sucks. We are going to disagree <laughs> on a lot here. She sucks. We are, <laughs> <this> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) gonna be awesome
1: (laughs) okay i want to hear it then i feel like we're already there so she's squashing the hope but she i mean Shay. she did take that bread she's about to make a banquet out of that bread a banquet yeah like what is this like dinty more like what is going on (laughs) here
3: well we'll pour we'll pour the porridge over the bread over the
1: bread it'll be you know it'll soak it up a little
3: bit it'll be kind of nice on on old teeth on old teeth So we get to we get to Well I want to kn- talk about the the knife cart guy. <laughs> oh, okay just yes. for a sec. The,
4: maybe strange. the only
3: reasonable person in the town. You think so I mean, like, <laughs> he, he comes up to Charlie as he's looking at the factory. He's like, Don't you don't want to go in there. There's no anybody that goes in there and never comes out. Never comes out.
0: It's
3: coming out. from the guy who has knives and, and butcher utensils hanging from his cart. It thing? says the, the Wikipedia
2: calls him a tinker. A tinker. Is what is what he's like, what he like is, that. which makes me feel weird.
3: Candy is it,
1: shop guy's
2: more of a tinker.
1: <laughs> They're just naming him after the noise he makes? Like, what is this... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think. Well, I think he's just like, walking like, down the street. I just, think I, all I think of tinker, I think of Elf, like uh, a yeah. master
1: tinker, like yeah.
2: like oh, you're tinker,
1: you just do stuff, yeah. You
2: build things. But he just walks around with a cart full of knives.
1: Yeah, I want to know that guy. I want you too. I, well, I feel like <laughs> what kind of insurance does that man have to have? He's just walking around the streets with <laughs> knives, just waving around. Like he just goes down a cobble road, like just. Are you, <laughs> can you imagine that? None of those roads were
3: paved. No. Well, was, it reminded me of the bring out your dead guy. Was bring like, out your dead. Anybody need knives? Yeah. <laughs> knives, get, anybody?
1: Get your knives. It's like It's like he's in like a... He's he's in a a uh, recession of of uh, unruly mobs. Yeah. Yes. And he he's just out of business. <laughs> get your knives, get your pitchforks. Or he
3: like he's like torches a, to be lit. He's a paperboy for people who like ordered knives. So he's just like he's like running down the street, He's like <laughs> 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 it's sticking in the dark. <laughs> I
2: love it. Jesus. <laughs> so the news finally spreads about uh, the the thing that's going on here, the 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 Wonka bars, the golden tickets. I laughed so hard at the the reporter that was standing there with the antlers behind him. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. set up of the shot. <laughs> like that's just that's a nice little weird touch yeah. in a whimsical movie just to I never noticed that as a kid. Yeah. But here no. I'm like, "Jesus,
1: he's got antlers." <laughs> like looking back on this and and so the way I thought of it as a kid is that there was a lot of scary elements to this movie, right? And now I'm trying to unfortunately that's left me in this way of looking at it as some sort of Kubrick movie of like that means something. That's some sort of devil reference. Yep. That's like the <laughs> No, that's some evil creature uh, reference oh, yeah. that we're going to get to later. He's a Wendigo. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, you know, it's just and like no, that'd be a no, funny it's just shot. kind of funny. Awesome? Oh, that's <laughs> ironic. It's funny it lined up that way. Well, leave it, leave it. Uh, I like how
3: they set up like the people who are winning, like Augustus Gloop, like he's eating everything, like even the microphone, which I thought was hilarious. Augustus, and like he, I mean, like we'll get to like the other winners and everything, yep. but he's his
2: his thing is like, I'm fat. I'm fat. I'm the fat one. My name's Gloop. I'm Gloop. fat. My mom wears traditional German lederhosen. Yeah, and no big deal. <laughs> Yeah. We're German. <laughs> We're going to Oktoberfest after
1: this. We're going to Oktoberfest because every day is Oktoberfest in yeah, Germany. Yeah, yeah. We need them so,
2: schnitzels. We need them chocolates. Yeah. yeah that's you right. got to feed them. The Why one, not? The one thing I don't buy in this movie is that it's this world craze to be like, oh, my God, you get to go in the Wonka factory and it's free candy for life. The whole yeah. world is going nuts. That would never happen. That would be like Hershey's being like, Check it out. We're hiding We're hiding thing in a Hershey's bar, and, like, you got to get them, and you can come in our factory, what kind and we'll of, give you free bars for life.
1: Nobody would care. It's true. Like, what kind of closed community is this town that Wonka is in? It's like Hershey Town, USA, uh, right? essentially, but it's Wonka Town, yeah. wherever. Who, who knows? And you just don't even know. And... It, it does it looks like some fantastical land that's like being run down, but but it's
2: so weird you'll have a city landscape, yes, and then two seconds later you'll have like countryside, yes, and then two seconds later you've got industrial factory area. it's yes. just it doesn't really make sense, but maybe that's to tie the whole thing into just like, ah, this is just wherever you want it to be.
1: I you think know? it is, yeah, I and, think for sure it is, and you you obviously this is in the the land and times of. Traditional TV and news, yep. like it must be the seventies. Oh yeah, you know, to some or the sixties, late sixties, whatever. But because you see other places like in America, oh, the car salesman oh. guy. There's cars everywhere, and like, in <laughs> like a normal looking city. Oh yeah, there's Cleveland. Oh yeah. But then over here, it's like, no, we're back to this decrepit. <laughs> Like weird cobblestone yep. town. Yep, you know. Well, I, I liked it because I think they're in on
3: it with that kind of thing. Because when they do, they do like the the non sequitur things where you know they have uh, one of them was the the uh, private investigator guy or something like that with the with the woman.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, that's coming up. Yeah, well, yeah, th-
3: it's like those kind of yeah, vignettes. You right. know, They're just these
2: little scenes. And they, there were
3: supposed to be more of those. And I, I really do like them. I think because I, and it reminds me that like that's more of the adult version of the movie, where like you're taking your kids to go see yes. Willy Wonka. These bits are for you cuz we'll, you'd have we'll get to, to, to the sit kid there. Thing. Yeah. yeah, but I think I think they're into it or they they're in on it being like, yeah, we know this is pretty right. unbelievable, but it's it's kind of reminding me of like airplane or something like that. A little bit, you yeah.
1: Know? Yeah. Like a
3: Zucker kind of kind of comedy thing.
1: Absolutely. I thought it was it was very smart. Like for some reason the comedy just started to stick out as very somehow aware of itself yes. now. Yeah. In, in in that kind of fashion. Yes, like a Zucker airplane fashion that you're like That's funny. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm watching this as an adult. I'm like, this is hilarious. Why am I not? Why? Like, and the only reason. I don't think of it that way is because it's already kind of a whimsical movie. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, I don't know if I'd go so far as to call it hilarious, but... No, like, <laughs> I, 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 I... You think it? I, like... like and, but, but... This guy how, didn't like Monty Python. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me... It's, it's hilarious in the same fashion that you type LOL. Yes. That you're just like Even LOL. You
3: yeah, you acknowledge that you, they they <laughs> took a <LOL>. chance. <laughs> yeah.
1: LOL, 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 No, seriously. LOL. I am LOLing out loud, I swear. Crying laughing laughing emoji squinty eye laughing emoji c- Double crying horns Flash emoji i'm glad you said that joke emoji. <laughs> wow we should hang out more yeah. <laughs> why don't we hang out we should get we should get a beer sometime <laughs> uh, no, but you, but that's what i mean yeah. like i'm like this is actually very funny and like obviously i wouldn't find it funny as a kid though you know. So before we get on to scene
2: two here, it, Char- Charlie's uh, grandparents do buy him a candy bar. Yeah. Like, they spend some money on it. And is this a traditional case of like your grandparents it. just really sucking at <laughs> gifts? Because like <laughs> this, whatever this bar was, was not the bar that exactly. was going to have yeah. the ticket. Uh, I got the wrong one. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> you fucking idiots. You, you spent the only money we <laughs> have. Do you even
1: know me? <laughs> you even know? Do you even like, care? You have a TV of all the shit we do. <laughs> Don't have. We do. do have a TV, <laughs> and you have seen a Wonka bar, right? Again, Grandpa Joe, with zero thought no. in this, he's not. He
2: does not think this through. Well, again, with fucking ragwoman mom, <laughs> rag woman mom,
3: she's like he like opens it up. He's like, I, I got it, I got it. Fooled you, didn't I? And it's she's like, That's like, kind of a sick oh. joke. <laughs> and like, I, I can, I can like see her being like, just like washing the rags, but then like Charlie does that, and she, she looks, she's like, hope. No, 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 <laughs> no! I don't want, I don't want any of that in this house.
1: Uh, uh, uh.
3: She's like, oh, "I'll fool you again." He's like, "Okay, thank you, Charlie. There I'll go, go back to my rags."
2: False hope is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, love well, false so, hope. So, who do you hate? Now we've established. Do you
1: hate anyone in this that yeah, we can at least? Uh, like, I pretty much. Well, okay. I hate Charlie. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, then. okay. I hate we've Charlie. got our,
2: we've got our players in the game here. I hate
1: Grandpa Joe, but I hate Charlie. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. All right. so scene two.
2: The first four tickets are found by Augustus Gloop, Veruca Salt, Violet Beauregard, and Mike TV. Charlie and his Grandpa Joe dream about finding the last (laughs) ticket but they are not so lucky. Finally, a millionaire in Paraguay has claimed the fifth ticket but it turns out to be fake. On his way to deliver newspapers, Charlie finds some money and purchases some Wonka candy. He opens the candy and finds the fifth golden ticket. He runs straight home but is stopped by Slugsworth who offers him a wealth for retrieving an everlasting gobstopper during his tour. he gets home, Grandpa Joe is so excited that he gets out of bed and accepts the invite to be Charlie's guest.
3: <laughs> Can we talk about Judge Doom, sl- Slugworth? Yeah. You want to? What's he What's he whispering in, in those kids' ears? I just think he's saying anything. the same
2: thing that he told Charlie, right? Uh, Are we assuming that? Yeah. But before you knew, what did you think? I don't know. I, well, you just kind of already knew that he well, was... Well, they had already kind of established this...
1: The Slugsworth
2: thing. So I think you automatically think that's Slugsworth. Yeah. Slugsworth or whatever. Sugsworth. Sucksworth. Sucksworth.
3: Sucksboy. Suckswad. He looks like Christopher Lloyd, though. Yeah. Like 100%. I could buy that. I just, like, every time the the camera or, like, there was that scene where someone won. Like, who who was second after Gloop?
2: I think it was Veruca Salt. Veruca
3: Salt, and she's the gum no, no, that's no. no. Veruca's
2: the the rich uh, okay. car salesman. So Veruca, daddy. she's yep.
3: like the, my my thing is I'm a bitch. Yeah, and like and Gloop was like I'm, I'm I'm fat I'm fat. And but like every time it does the thing, like it's like joyous music, and then Slugsworth comes in. and He's like, Hey little mama, let me whisper in your ear. That's <laughs> 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 so I thought the entire like, every time he did it. It's just like every, the music gets down.
1: like lights go down, they dim, and everything's like, Hey little mama. Let me why didn't you just? Why didn't he just like? You know, I guess that would be too easy for plot device. Why didn't he just take one of the tickets? Why didn't he just cap the? Never mind. They wouldn't have let him in. They <laughs> Wouldn't have let him in because be they a know kid. It. it has to be a kid, okay. and he
2: knows Slugsworth.
1: Okay, so well, okay, Wonka knows. So him. that's a good point. Uh, you know, maybe I should you know think into the future. I have <laughs> seen the movie, uh, <laughs> but it did make me think though, and they kind of allude to this a little bit that maybe they were planted. Maybe the tickets were planted. Did you guys hear anything about this? It it ha- it has to be. It's a thought. Yeah, and, and you have to consider it. You have to consider that it was like it was planted, or that he had he had agents planted in the world. Because yeah, how does how does Slugsworth show up the minute a ticket is found? That's
3: right. True. Yeah, he's always there.
1: He's always there by the time the news is there. Always. You know. So yeah, because he's he's seen in the shot with Violet. Um, he's. Yeah. And right. He is right there when Veruca Salt gets hers. Correct. Like right there. There immediately. Yeah. So, and then same with Charlie when he cuts off Charlie. Yes. And so, my thing then too, and maybe this is a common theory, I don't know, is I think that the, I think that candy shop owners were in on it too, not just, and meaning, the guy, the Candy Man, at that store, mm. who gives it to Charlie.
2: He, you see how he he pulls that bar, like the display
1: bar, off yes. it,
2: instead of the stack of bars when yes. he uses it. Correct. Charlie.
1: Yes, you know, like that was kind of my thing too. But I guess we'll we'll kind of get along as the as as we you know maybe get into it a little.
3: I just bit. like how they establish like they they all have their thing like um, <clears throat> gum chewer uh, Violet.
1: Yeah, Violet, Violet.
3: It's just like I chew gum. That's my thing. And then Mike TV's, I watch TV. That's my That's thing. My That's my thing. It's just, it's, it's
1: nowadays. I'm like, ugh. You should oh, open yeah. your mouth a little wider when you speak.
2: <laughs> yeah, just like, That's one of my favorite How do you get into their home? How do you get into That's their home? I want to know, too. Wait, what do you mean? How do you get into? Slug's worth. Oh, yeah. Well, you got it no, the same no way pa- the news people did. These parents are so blinded by the thought of free chocolate for Very life. True, that yes. they're like, who cares about this guy? Yeah. yeah. It's great. I knew it. If we were on a train to go punch a face, I'm on board. I'm I'm not even going to beat you to this. This is all in unison, right? Mike TV is the most punchable face. Get the fuck out of here. I will punch a kid so hard, <laughs> so hard. I will punch that kid to get his lisp out of his mouth. Somehow. <laughs>
1: should open your mouth a little wider when you speak. Are we in TV. agreement here? He's the worst. He's he's probably my least favorite, yes. Yes. Uh, Did you guys see what
3: his name was supposed to be originally? <laughs> what? So Mike TV. Danny Radio? No. Mike, Mike TV's name in Willy Wonka was supposed to be Herpes Trout. <laughs> No, no. Yes. Why? I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Paul doll has what? A, has a, is is he's on something? He's. Uh-huh. I think I think he hates kids, which I like about Correct. him a lot. He <laughs> so, definitely hates kids. Calling him kids herpes <laughs> trout. G- Gonorrhea Johnson. I yeah. love it. <laughs> I love it.
2: Herpes <laughs> trout syphilis <band> phyllis. <laughs> what the. Fuck? Okay. It itself. Yeah, screw, screw my Tiffany TV. Clap. Sorry, go ahead. No, at least, at least these, like, Agu- Augustus sucks because he just, did, there's no character development in him, yeah. which I guess he yeah. didn't even speak English barely. Yeah, right. So they're just like, whatever, we need the fat kid to die first. But, like,. <laughs> Violet and Veruca, at least like you hate them. Like I hated Veruca, but I had a crush on Veruca when yeah. I was young.
1: Like you, you wanted to be punished. Oh yeah. <laughs> but
2: they at least had like it was almost like their parents were the were the bad part of those kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It wasn't their fault. The they mother just had and shit. the father. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But but like my TV is just a
1: piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He is a, he is an idiot. That's for sure. <laughs> um, and but the problem I have though too is like not until I can get a real Colt revolver, right, Dad? Because I can't have one. Yeah, not till you're twelve, son. <laughs> <laughs> you're twelve. <12? laughs> Was that like two years? He's just he's gonna trust his kid with a gun. I think that might have been a subtle dig, probably at like uh, gun culture. Maybe just you gun think? culture. Yeah. How I just uh, you just want it. I wish you, I wish you came out born with it, but well, I, did, yeah. well,
3: I think what Slugsworth whispered in his ear is like, "Hey man, I'll buy, a, I'll buy you a gun. i yeah,
2: what yeah. kind yeah, of you gun, gun you want? Gun. Huh? Actually, maybe maybe it was a, a new gun? thing for each kid. He like bribed the kid with something even better. Could than, have been. Like, yeah. I'll give you all the fucking
3: gum you can chew. I'll with. get you all gun. <laughs> I'll get you whatever you want. I'll get you whatever you want. You, want, you want some? You want a fucking gun?
1: <laughs> I just I got want a gun right now. I just want a go up, stop up. stopper. <laughs> I like to say, I like to think that he says glob glob stopper. Like he might have a little bit of a speech infest. But no, he's Gobstopper. I, I, I want a gobstopper. He has a speech impediment, yeah. a Boston accent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Glo, <globstopper? laughs>
3: Why do you sound weird? Why do you sound like, I'm from Boston. I'm Ew. from Boston.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I, so, can we talk about when Charlie gets it? Gets finally gets the ticket. Uh, I still have a couple more things okay. before we get that. Um, real quick, the I will jump on your mom. Oh, bandwagon here. Yes, for permission first. <laughs> I, I can, can I please jump on the mom bandwagon? Uh, when she sings her musical number, like again, every time a musical number comes up, I'm like, oh my God. Like she's yeah. just singing. So he has it at this point. The, the golden no, cigarette. no, no. She's, no. She, she's so sad. Oh, yeah, that's he's right. so sad. And she's like, it's like three in the morning and yeah. she's working and she's taking time to just sing a song to no one right. about something we already understand. In but the you got work to do.
1: You yeah. got you you gotta get get to <laughs> get to work. You got to finish. <laughs> you
2: can't just job. walk the streets singing songs yeah. that no one cares about. No. Not a fan of that. Also, AJ.
3: Uh,
1: she, missed- didn't
2: even, she didn't deserve a musical number
3: is what I have to say about it. Like, <laughs> she sucks. She didn't deserve that at all, and it's the worst part. of the
2: Even movie. though she's literally working till 3 in the morning to provide for this shitty Wash family. Washing rags. Get don't a manage.
0: different <laughs> job. <It's> a- <laughs> Jesus.
2: Is
1: this the tipping thing all over again? <laughs> thing? It, well, the problem is, is I feel like it's a little bit of a controlling behavior here of, no, you should be happy. Don't worry. I'll sing songs and me and Grandpa Joe will be the ones to make you happy all your life. Don't get a life. I want to control you. That's all I'm hearing. Does anybody, That's all I'm hearing. Does anybody have that person in their life where they're just like, I never
3: really amounted to anything. And any amount of success that you have, like, why are you taking time away from drinking with me, and going to do play music or going to do your podcast? Oh, that, you know, I does anybody know. have that person in life? Because well, Charlie does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or they just kind of want to bring them down to their level and keep them there because that's they true. failed. Yeah, that's well,
1: what she is. Kind of. Well, and Charlie, Charlie is definitely. The, here's here's the reason I get so frustrated with Charlie is because he's sitting there. And he's like hinting at it, and he wants her to know, but he doesn't want to say it. She's like, just say it, man. Just say it. Just say, well, uh, well, it won't be me. I'll tell you that right now. It won't be me who gets that last one, because we don't have any money to get chocolate bars. That's basically, he's just <laughs> yeah. like, you just, he's just again, also being manipulative. Wonder where we learned that. Yeah, well, same. <laughs> <maybe. laughs>
3: It's passed down. It's hereditary. It's hereditary. God. Great movie. <laughs> so movie so you've so, never seen that movie.
2: You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the the this is where I I vague I so vaguely remembered pretty much everything up to this point. Okay, like it was all just like what what is this movie? You know, until Charlie gets his golden ticket. That is where I remember seeing this movie. That whole scene of him like opening the. The chocolate bar so carefully, yeah. and you see that little hint of the gold. Yeah, I, th- that's where that's where this was always turning into a movie for me. I was sure. like, okay, now we're in. Now we're into this movie. I'm excited. Yeah. Um.
3: Did you guys read that the, uh, most of the uh, candy bars were actually made of wood? They weren't like really and like make a bunch of candy bars. It was just like pl- like blocks of wood and wrapping, which is just <laughs> also that- very very sad. Which I I like. I would I was I was, it was like. Thinking and imagining that when Charlie gets his, it is just a block of wood. And he's like,
1: I can't even get chocolate, not let alone a golden ticket. Yeah. Like, damn. There's no way he held on to that ticket. In that mob of people, no. Yeah. Oh, in modern day world, not no. a chance. That that kid got punched, <laughs> and then he got his golden ticket ripped from his hands, left with probably what was a corner of it, and that's all he's got. <laughs> that's all he's got. A stark little reminder that he did, in fact, once hold on to his dreams for a glimmer of a second. Nobody's going to leave believe a poor kid. No, <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. But now you're right back where you started. <laughs>
3: yeah that scene gives me anxiety because oh my God. like so much because like it I don't know what it is, um like I don't know, like getting a, a like a new toy as a kid or something like that, and like having it, but like there's also the anxiety of like i could if I take it anywhere, yeah. I could break it or something you know, yes. or like if I have something like like if i ha- if I had an actual prop from days of Confuse or something like that, I wouldn't want to take it anywhere to like show you guys right. yeah. like anything could happen right. between me here and there, you know right. Oh, 100 percent That's what that's how it gives me anxiety.
2: Yeah. And run home. Run Just, home. Yeah. And so so shitty Grandpa Joe decides <laughs> decides that literally. after twenty years <laughs> of laying in bed, literally. In his sh- throw up vomit-covered <laughs> fucking clothes. Nasty. Just disgusting. He did that. There's no muscular degeneration here going on. No. Nope.
1: Which means he's been faking this. Yeah, it means he's been getting up at night he's when everyone been... else is asleep, going running to 5K at night, totally. and he comes back gets in bed. He's
2: fine. Yeah. He is totally... What is, it... what is he sick of?
1: Yeah.
2: What is wrong with him I think... to where he's got to be in bed for 20 years? Pipe Tobacco did it to him. <laughs> he just he keeps seems doing just it. fine, dude.
1: I'd like
4: to think that...
1: He's just like, yeah, like everyone, like the other grandparents are just like living this lavish life and just not having to do shit, and so except shit, except shit, and piss, and then they're just, he's just like, you know what, I'm going to do that too. And like the doctors come in, and it's like, unfortunately, I just can't tell what's wrong with him, it's, but it's bad, it's real bad. He doesn't have like, long to go. He's like, oh, it's unfortunate. And it's like, yeah, he didn't have long to go 19 years ago, <laughs> like, but miraculously, he's still good. I, I think you got it so grandpa joe had previously just given
2: the worst advice you can ever give a child of yeah. basically saying you'll get this ticket because you want it because you want it the yeah. basically worst de- advice yes, don't the don't work for it you'll just the definition it. of a participation trophy is basically this like you'll you'll win this one in a billion chance yeah. because yeah. you want it more because you want it more. which yeah. is terrible advice I don't know. That's at least a little bit of hope that the mom's not giving him at all. <laughs> you got to take the mom instead of Grandpa Joe. <laughs> you got to take. You got to take the mom with you to the factory. Uh, that's true, uh, man. This is his mom, dude. That she's kinda, been working her true. whole life. You got to take her.
1: Like you, you got to think about. You think, don't even think about asking your grandpa because you've never seen him on his feet. Think about mom. <laughs> Think about mom in this, and you're just like, oh, I'm so happy for you, Charlie. I've just been working my ass off this no, entire no. time. She's like, yeah, it's really great. I oh, <laughs> guess
3: I better keep working
1: to provide for these degenerates in the bed. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, but I'm, I'm not going to take the mother who's worked incredibly hard to take care of five people. None of which actually do anything. No. to help the family.
3: Absolutely. Well, her not. song is pretty much just saying like, "Oh, if you have hope, hope doesn't really exist. Uh, you just, and if you work hard, uh, maybe something good will come to you, but probably not. Because look at
2: me. And I hope, I hope you do good, though, kid. Grandpa Joe's song is. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> not my fucking grandson, Charlie. Yeah.
1: I've got it. I've got it.
2: I have it it's now. It's mine,
1: and I can't wait. It's I the royal it. eye. <laughs> it's them. Them it's together. the royal eye. <laughs> it's
2: not. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, so all five ticket winners are waiting outside the gate for Wonka to appear. He does and opens the gate to lead them inside. Once inside, the kids have to sign a contract, and the tour begins. The first stop is the chocolate room, and the visitors meet Wonka's workers known as Oompa Loompas. Augustus Gloop falls into the river of chocolate and gets sucked up into an extractor pipe. <sighs> I have to say uh, one last
3: thing about the, the old folks in their in their bed. When Grandpa gets up out of it and starts you know, doing musical numbers with Charlie and everything, thing. I was like the old, the other old people were like, "You know what? I think I could probably get up. I, I haven't like tried to get up in like 9 years. <laughs> I think I could." And the mom's just like, "No, no, 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 yeah. no, no.
2: <laughs> Please no. don't.
3: You can't do shit with those ar- arthritic <laughs> limbs. You just stay right the fuck there. I'm going to keep washing these rags that I'm washing your ass with the whole time." <laughs> exactly. Fucking <laughs> b- b- bitch, man. That's
1: what well, <laughs> that's the thing I'm saying though <laughs> is think about it from the mom's perspective. She's just like you can get up. <laughs> I've been wiping their ass. If they're that, <laughs> for how long? I've been literally twenty years. I've been twenty years. I've been doing this. The best years are my prime. <laughs> I got one I'm still kid. tight. I'm still tight. I t- could still get out there. It's my like, husband
2: committed suicide because of you. <laughs> because of you.
1: Do you understand? He's like, and then Grandpa Joe is, again, narcissistic. He's just going to be like, ah, oh, you're nice and tight because you've been carrying my ass around all these years. It's just like, this is, this is a toxic home, guys.
3: It's, oh. it's true. She's, like, literally washing the rag that he, he wiped. <laughs> she wiped his ass with, and, and he gets up, and she's just like... You're dancing.
2: <laughs> You're oh wow! Dancing. You're doing a little dance. You're actually your leg muscles look like they're kind of ripped. You know, actually, you've been crossfitting yeah. or what? You had a kind what of a good voice are you, too. What
1: are you, Fred Astaire, what the hell's going on? It was supposed to be. Yeah, you have a suit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: where is the
1: suit? been? How is it tailored? to you? Are you day trading?
2: <laughs> are you day trading? <laughs> is that where you go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he spends his night on the town every night after his five K. I loved I loved when uh they're all at the chocolate factory
3: and uh the the whole crowd's like kind of waiting around and yeah. the bell tolls and I'm like dun 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 a yeah. like <laughs> fucking Metallica, dude. Fuck yeah.
2: It, here's my biggest problem with the movie is like Gene Wilder does not appear. He comes out of that door forty five minutes into the movie. It's true. Yeah. He's the best part of this movie. One hundred percent. Yes. Undeniable, but yet it takes so long. I did not remember how long it took to get to this part. This I will is what say we all care
3: about. I'm with you, but I will say like, and it's not like me to say it, the musical numbers. Like I got a golden ticket, are kind of good. Like I like the music a mm-hmm, little bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, but. Gene Wilder's musical parts are oh, better than that. Everything is better everything now that, that he, he has shown up. Yes. everything is better. Yes, you talked his, about the Kane thing. Yeah, his entrance like that's he he uh, didn't want to. He's like, I'm not going to accept his part if I can't like come out like like limping or like you know I'm disheveled and everything. And um, they they agreed. They're like, yes, you can, you can do that. Obviously, because we want you in the movie. But no one knew. No one like knew that he was gonna do this like in that crowd, and so So everyone's, everyone's reactions were just like, "Oh shit." Yeah. And so when he got up and was like, "Yeah, I'm actually Gene Wilder." Yeah. <laughs> they was like, "Holy shit." Like it, it and that's really cool and a testament to that and like even his cane gets it, it stuck. stuck.
2: It's like the one I, brick I was styrofoam. He knew which brick it was? Like crazy, dude. Did, did you hear why they asked Mel Stewart. It was like, "Why do you I mean like, yeah, yeah, but why do you want to do that?" Did right. you hear what he said? Yes. He said that if I if I uh wait, what did he say? If from that time on no one will know if I'm lying or telling the truth. Exactly. Yes. M- meaning the audience, like yeah, the studio right. audience. And Stuart asked, if I say no, you won't do the picture? And he said, I'm afraid
1: that's the truth. I'm afraid Gene that's the
3: Wilder. truth. Gene Wilder. Gene, yes. <laughs>
1: oh. Gene Wilder is is quite literally a comedic movie personality hero of mine. Like 100%. Like I know we talked about, you know, we've we've had our like – He's Rush-
3: Gene Wilder, right? What's yeah.
1: that? We haven't had. Yeah, a movie he's yet. not been in. No, yeah. and and so we've talked about like our Rushmore of like the eighties and stuff, sure. and like, but he is in my Rushmore of like the seventies mm-hmm. uh, and beyond. Like he enhances everything that he does. Like, and it's and somehow his his brand of comedy is really like nobody else's. It is somehow incredibly dry but witty and thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And f- so sincere, his eyes. Yes, his eyes are as much a, party, a part of his comedy routine as anything that he says or, or whatever you see. And so I just like the moment that he comes on screen. I'm just like, yes,
3: whatever you do, <laughs> like, I don't care.
1: Just do it. Yeah.
3: So Dude, I I can't wait to get to Young Frankenstein. I cherish that movie and I cherish him yes. in that movie so much. And that's like. That's like that Zucker thing. I mean, obviously it's Mel Brooks. He's you know they're one and the same almost. Yeah. Uh, generationally, I guess. Um, but he's just f- so fantastic, and just that one decision. He's like, I'm not doing the movie unless I can kind of freak the audience out a little bit and have yeah. them not trust me. It's so weird. Yeah. Like it, like as a filmmaker, be like, I want the audience to trust the name on the fucking title, but they don't, and it's right. because of him, and,
2: and it makes it so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, here's a prop. This is a this is a joint thing. Like this isn't just for me. This is for the betterment of the group. I want the contract framed on the wall. The the contract. This <laughs> isn't a <it> giant contract <laughs> yeah, that they yes, read. Yes. I want that on our wall yes. behind us. That that's it. That's a group prop that I would love for us. Okay, let's hit. Yeah, I that is like that. our first one. Let's hit it. No, I, I like mean, that. unless you have another one. I mean, that I was, was just g- me p- selecting for the betterment of the group.
3: I was just gonna say probably the top hat. Ooh. I need that top hat.
1: Well played. Yeah. Um, Thank you. I if there was if there was anything, I would want the um, I would want the half clock. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they uh, got to make that somewhere, right? I know, right? There has to be something um, like yeah. that.
3: They make those like melty droopy ones. They yeah. got to
1: make a half one. They got to make a half one.
3: Melty droopers.
1: <laughs> melty droopers. <laughs> that's, what, that's a candy in That's a Willy Wonka
3: candy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Ooh, a mel- melty droopity-doopity. Uh, the squishy squashers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so uh, this is still as magical as it was when I was a kid is when they enter that main yeah. Yeah. chocolate room. It's just, it's the best. This is what you lived for when you watched this movie as a kid. Was like, yeah. oh, I can eat whatever I want. There's a river of chocolate. Oh my god, it's the best! And yeah. then the best song of the movie, of course, the um, oh pure imagination. Yes, is the best. I mean, that's it's. Be- it I would actually watch musicals if this was what musicals were. It's like.
3: kind of emotional, like especially without the um, like the lyrics. Even like when there's like, yep. it's so like, why does it make me feel? everything to be honest, like kind of like emotional and like happy and whimsical, hopeful, which, you know, I didn't feel the rest of the time because the mom was in the movie, but, (laughs) uh, when the song came on it redeemed everything, you know, uh, it, it's, it's kind of an incredible piece. I like it a lot.
1: There's also the fact that... Uh, I call it a piece. When they, when they have a piece. Because I'm... A... Like pieces of vinyl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course. It's, a,
2: it's, a, it's hey, a good piece. Hey, where'd you get your artwork done on your arm? There? Oh, this piece? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where'd you get your piece? Who did your art?
1: Nice <laughs> <laughs> <It's> tats. Uh, <laughs> what's your tat mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sick ink. What's it mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I chased you down to ask you this. I've uh, also... <laughs> <laughs> there's also this uh <laughs> this idea that i keep that just kept like lingering in the back of my head is that like they go inside and he greets them all really nice and they're going through and then they have to do the signature of the contract and everything and then they go into the chocolate room and meanwhile everybody else is outside and they're just like all right well now what are you supposed to do
3: <laughs> <laughs> like- do you just wait for him to come out <laughs> it's like There
1: is, like, I just, keep keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling. We don't know what's going to (laughs) happen.
2: Slowly but surely, people just start walking away.
4: Tom, we've been
1: here for five hours. It's been five hours. No one told us what's going on. There's no earthly way of knowing which way we're (laughs) going, how long we've been here. You're absolutely right, though, because
2: they want to know who, like, because what what was the thing? So, wait. Wait, what was the premise? You, you five winners will get to tour the factory, and all five will get a lifetime supply of chocolate. Right, but so. that's it. There was never so they're basically they're done. They're probably yeah. just like, okay, cool. Yep. They went in the, they went in there and we're great. Yep. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like witnessing
3: like a a, a missile launch. Yeah, to them, like really, because we've you know it's it's been hyped up so much, yeah. and we've talked about that's like, a good way to put it. You know, it's it's like experience; it's once in a lifetime kind of thing. You know, he never invites anybody into his into his yeah. place, and these five people are going. I kind of want to be there. Yeah, you know, that's very true. Like if you can't go in, it's like well, at least I watched Gloop go in,
1: and try that. and go in. It is <laughs> <laughs> like to watch him in his world. Right, he's like. He calls this. This is the nerve center of my entire factory, and like to watch him in his world, and t- for him to be, he's. This is his every day, right? And he's just a part of it, and he just ex- gets to experience this every single day. Whereas these people are experiencing it for the first time, and to like watch the the difference, I guess, of those people running around and experiencing this, and then him just, yeah, singing his song of and talking about pure imagination like you know it's what he lives every day though it's uh, it's it's a very interesting thing and it's also it's also kind of sad
3: weirdly right yeah like because this is his life's work and n- n- these people i don't know what it is it's like he's like the artist and like they're experiencing his art yeah but he's like i work so hard and it's just kind of i don't see that whimsy anymore in it yeah and like and so i guess that's why he invites people in, into the factories like I need I need to liven up this place a little bit. Yeah. Maybe like I guess maybe it's kind of pretentious but like releasing like a a song or something like it's kind of not yours anymore. Yeah. After you release it.
1: Right. And and I have a theory about uh some things especially at the end and I'll I'll kind of save most of it for then. Then I think um about how like why his song that he's singing somehow feels like cheerful but also like weirdly like apathetic mm. almost. As we kind of go into it and everything,
3: every person that came in didn't know what it looked like. Like they hid them from the set at first. Oh, cool! And so
2: their reactions when they see it are genuine, like as well. the pirate ship in Goonies. Exactly, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in this scene, though, it, it changes. Like you're like, oh, this this uh, Willy Wonka is pretty cool, and then you start to get these hints of of scariness to him, right? Where Augustus falls in, which was very terrifying as a kid, and then yeah. they, like, no, don't. He sucks up the thing. No, yeah, please he stop. He says, he says, no, help. Police. Hell, murder. <laughs> police, murder. Police, murder. But just like, uh. I love that's, it. Oh no, I, that, I yeah, love yeah. that. But you start to just be like, well, wait, like, that's serious, right? Like this kid's gonna die. Are yeah. you? Do you not care? Yeah. And then, the, and then the oompa loompas just have a song already queued up. They've already been rehearsing this all week. They know the <laughs> words. <laughs> they knew this kid was going to die and they're like, remember when he finally goes up the thing, we're going to do
1: they probably They probably had some things like lined up. and They probably had it lined up like a half-completed Mad Lib or something <laughs> that they're like, well, we know he's fat. He's going to be the uh, first one to go. We know this. He's, he's going to make a mistake at some point and it will be funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, and Billy, Billy, we want you to
2: do the first like verse where you're like, yeah. "What
1: do you get when you guzzle down?" Wait. Yeah, okay.
2: yeah, you <laughs> got to practice. We you know that line's gonna be there. the same. No oh, that's what. a good
1: verb too, guzzle. I like that. Yeah, we can use that. Let's guzzle. write that down. Yeah, I like yeah, that. write that down. <laughs> Uh give me give me at least like four four to six things that rhyme with fat. We'll just kinda incorporate it as we go. So many, so many. Uh, Pat your name's Pat. <laughs> your name's you Pat. Uh, yeah, but let's not you well Pat on the back. Oh okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you yeah, give yeah, him a yeah. uh, Pat. Yeah, I like that. Okay, we'll yeah, just kinda keep working with cool. it as we go. Yeah, we're a good group, guys. We'll just see what we'll just see what happens. <laughs> and, and you
3: know what? They are a bunch of drunks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Were they uh-huh. the Baluba? <laughs> like in the actors? Yes. What? They went out like every night. I loved reading this. <laughs> they, they went out like every night and got like limos to go to bars and fucking <laughs> pal around with with just these guys, and That's they would just awesome. get hammered every night. And I was like, while watching the movie before I read that little blurb, I was like, I for some reason like they do creep me out. Like there's, like, they give me a weird feeling. But I think it's just like because they're emotional. Listenless. Yes. And I'm like,
1: and then I read that. I'm like, oh, right. they're
3: hung over as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. What do you get?
1: The other thing is that uh, that river of chocolate. Do you know that that was a real river of chocolate?
2: Of course
1: no, no. Got to. It was a real river it of got chocolate. To. It you got, got to. It was. It's mixing my chocolate. It's mixing. No, my chocolate. My chocolate. It's yeah, never so been touched by human hands. Don't they have to
2: just like. This is like poop in the deep end. Like somebody poops their pants. You got to <laughs> drain it. Yeah, you got to drain, drain the pool. it. Isn't that yeah. what needs
1: to happen? Yeah. Yes. It? You drop a fat turd into that pool and <laughs> you got to <laughs> drain the whole damn thing. That's what I call it, dropping a gloop. Yep, dropping a gloop. And and then it's, and it was the same, same idea. I mean, these are all poop jokes, guys. <laughs> yeah. A, 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 a a gloop getting stuck and he's like oh it's like it's like a plug and the pressure's building behind him." it's like we've all been there logical humor
3: you come here for that
1: you know (laughs) (laughs) but that was that was a very interesting thing to read i'm like what a magical place like there really are like like a lot of that stuff was actually edible in that in that room and like some of it wasn't some of it was a lot of the candy it was all real and edible uh That river of chocolate was real. Apparently, it just spoiled Stunk and it was terrible. God, weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's super weird if you're not like cooling it and like you know keeping it going. <laughs> like, but and then uh, even the cup, even the cup was well. Technically, that was wax. The that, one that he took. The one of? that he's like he the little uh, uh, yeah, the yeah. teacup set. That's the flower. It was a real thing. But he he took a bite and he's like he had to like chew it <laughs> until it the end the kind of the day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think I swallowed some. I mean, you can Awful. tell like some of them is just like rubber tube. Like,
3: yeah. like someone yeah, like, it and he just like takes a bite and they cut. You know, but yeah, but yeah, a lot of it was real.
2: Yeah, so, it's
3: interesting. Yeah.
2: So next scene, they go through a dark tunnel on Wonka's boat and visit the inventing room where Violet starts chewing an unfinished experimental prototype gum that transforms her into a giant blueberry. Grandpa Joe and Charlie break the rules and drink fizzy lifting drinks and are almost killed by a fan. In the next part of the tour, Veruca falls through an egg decatur machine and her dad follows her down.
3: I gotta say, before we get to the scene, like I, I truly think that Wonka does hate kids, and I love that. But also, like these people People who are in his factory, I understand why. Like it's 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 like that whole anxiety thing when you have someone come over to like your, a house you just clean and they just don't take off their shoes and like when you want them to take off their shoes or something like that. And it's it's or like the Chappelle thing where he's like "fuck your couch," yeah, you know, <laughs> like that. It really like gives me anxiety. But like these people are always doing that, like in questioning everything that they're seeing and just like not behaving the way that people. I don't think these these people have ever been to an event, like a fair yeah. or like a, a party or anything because they're just they they don't have any suspension of disbelief or just like when you go to a show, you like you wanna be taken over by the show, or like watch a movie, like I want to like allow myself to be taken with the movie. These people are just like, ah, oh, what? How, what's the logistics of that tube there? And like, how do you get the the chocolate to look like that? It's like, yeah. why don't you shut up? and yeah. have a <laughs> fucking experience. And so when this scene comes up, I feel no pity. Yeah, towards The uh, them. The, the, the riverboat scene. The okay. R-
1: oh yeah. Well, that's right. Well, this is a,
2: a theory that that Wonka. Is a serial killer and has been planning to kill every one of these kids throughout the whole experience because that
3: boat. He's jigsaw.
2: He is. That boat only has enough seats for the people that are left. <laughs> yeah. There was not there is not two more seats on that boat. Meaning that he knew that two pe one kid and a parent were not going to make this trip.
1: So so whether or not so he may have just been planning the idea that I'm gonna hate one of these people enough that I just don't want them to continue.
2: Yeah, and that's and like, <laughs> do they just hang out in that room until someone finally
1: does something bad and falls in the river? Yeah, well, falls in the river or maybe eats the poison mushroom cap. Right, there's or, a lot
2: of different ways someone yeah, could kill themselves in that. Room. Hey,
1: don't eat the rock candy because it's actually rocks and you'll swallow it and you'll choke on it and then. You know, somebody would have done that, or it's like, hey, don't, don't do this, you know? <laughs> don't eat the cotton candy, it's laced with LSD. It's like, yeah. you know, who knows? And maybe all the candy was laced. Maybe that's why everybody had a weird experience. Okay, oh. maybe he drugged them all. Because <laughs> this scene is terrifying. Yeah,
2: what? It, I, it just doesn't fit the. It, it doesn't fit for me. Yeah, it's so terrifying.
3: It was on. Uh, there's a show on Bravo a long time ago, which I need to link you to because you'll yeah. love it. It's a uh, hundred scariest movie moments of all time. It's just like pure Halloween. Like I watch it every Halloween. I love it. And this was like. Maybe number 20.
2: It's it's wow. on there. It's, it's terrifying it's how they're like they're spinning the boat really fast and like there's man. no
3: way of knowing. knowing. It's and I like back then, obviously, I was scared going. shitless, but like because of Gene Wilder in, in this in this scene, I love it so much. And like they didn't know he was going to start singing. Oh, my God. They didn't know he was going to start like screaming at the top of his lungs. So like uh, they when were they were genuinely frightened, when they cut back to uh, Charlie and his grandpa, their reaction, and, like, he pulls Charlie closer, it's real.
1: Whoa. <laughs> like, they didn't know he was going to, like, they thought he lost it, he, like, th- for real. They're like, no, he's like, like, this is all tripping him out, like, yeah. way too hard or something, or he's, <laughs> he's just having an episode <laughs> of some kind. Yeah. This is, normally I would be like, this is too scary for me. Like, so, back when I was watching it as a, as a younger kid, it definitely was, but watching it this time around, it was almost entrancing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was watching, and and this is we've we've had this conversation about light play, um, and I think it was with uh, maybe it was like in uh, Spaceballs or something where it's light and light and makeup, right? Mm. But this is all just light, yeah, with and just uh, dancing
3: the robot guy, yes, and- yeah. Vinny, yeah,
1: and so. But this is all just light, lighting situational like stuff that's happening to him, and it's hypnotizing almost, mm-hmm. and the way he's talking, like. I would lose track of what he was saying half the time and screaming just because I was, like,
3: uh, focused uh, on his eyes so heavily. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's there's, so weird. There's something about, like, the projection behind him going yeah. fucking nuts, and he's just still. Yes. And and just kind of, like, has a kind of, of the Gene Wilder eye look, you know, yeah. while, like, kind of saying this uh, poem or song, you yeah. know? It's, it's just, like... Now I think about it, and I'm like, that is fucking legendary.
2: I love this yeah. scene so much. But Wonka just comes from the main room where he sets them up to basically be like, you guys can do whatever you want. This is a dream world. You can eat whatever you want. You can do whatever you want is the best place on earth. Yeah. To don't touch a single thing, don't eat that, don't do anything when mm, they get to yeah. the next room. And that's kind of a mind fuck, because like you're just... You just got into that zone of like, well, we can do whatever we want, and now no, you can't. Mm.
1: Especially as a kid. Yes, you know that's very, very difficult to just give you the world and then take it away. Exactly. Essentially, you, you
3: mean hands on everything, yeah. and then suddenly no hands off.
1: Yeah, hands off, man. Um, it's a, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting thing. Like, and and he, he, I, but this is all part of the test. Like, you start to realize, right. like, this yeah. is. This is some sort of psychological test of your... It really is. I don't know. And I, I think that's very, very interesting. And it, the same th- same thing happens with the gum, where he makes the gum and he's like, oh, but well, I wouldn't do that. Wait, like,
2: no, stop. Wait, no, stop. stop. Don't eat that. Stop.
1: I love it every time. <laughs> every <laughs> single time this oh, happens. No, please don't. And like, uh, even going back into it's it's just all about his performance, man. It's just even going back to when they first walk through that door and then there's no door, but then they go back through the other one. <laughs> and you're like, you're genuinely like, is he okay? Yeah. Is he like, is he all there? <laughs> like, he's like, What what are you talking about, Wonka? That's the door we just came into. He's like, it is? Are you are you sure? Yeah, you know it's so it's so amazing the performance that he gives in this, and then for him to just be like completely apathetic to the idea of like you're fucking yourself up, yeah, <laughs> you know you're ruining yourself oh at this point, no. and you're, you're just yeah. Then she eats that that gum and she starts blowing up, and he's like, yeah, I, I mean, I I told you, and he's more <laughs> concerned, he's more concerned with his formula, yeah, he's like. Oh. He's like it always uh, happens right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like yeah. I, well, I'll figure it out. It's like the dad's like, <laughs> it's
3: like. It's so funny to me. You know what that is like, especially the um. Uh, oh no, don't! It's it's like the wedding singer thing where he's like, oh yeah, have some more drinks and uh, drive home, mm. drive home.
2: <laughs> like, I think that's like that kind of comedy. I like it, that. It a lot. is that. It is that vibe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Do you? Let me ask you what what color. Like, what's the closest color in the spectrum for Violet? What what would be another color you'd call Violet, a more normal color? Purple. Purple. Okay. So when she turns into a blueberry, it's purple? (laughs) Violet, you're turning Violet. Blueberry. Blueberry. Yeah, I don't, don't know. You know. It always I, bugged me as a kid. It still it, did.
1: It does, It did to me, too. because <laughs> like, like I a blueberry. It, did
2: it turn her clothes in blueberry, too? She was already wearing a blue okay. a Blue dress. Okay, Okay. yeah, that's violet, right. Violet, you're turning blue, Violet.
1: <laughs> violet, you're turning Violet. <laughs> well, I like, violet?
3: I like, too, when they rolled her away, he's like, well, they got to empty her
1: out. I was like, how does that work?
2: <laughs> know, what did well, they do? Didn't he say this to the pressing room or
1: something like that? The juicer? Oh, my God. That she had to like stay in that costume for a long time, like that kid did. <laughs> it was definitely Ugh. her when they were spinning her around, yeah. wasn't it? it? Jesus, they had to they, like she had to apparently that apparently during her time in that suit, it was a call for a lunch break, and she had to stay in the suit the entire lunch break. Wow, they actually had to rotate her around even so, like blood flow would be okay for. her. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like well, you just have to sit in that thing. You just imagine that, and, yeah. and like, what are they going to feed you? During lunch, <laughs> I'm insane, guessing dude. child
2: labor laws, like acting laws, were probably not a thing back then. Pro-
1: they, this is probably the reason they got a little bit more strict because <laughs> of this movie. We're just killing kids in this movie. It's fine. <laughs> the,
2: so then they go into the next room, and Grandpa Charlie wants to be good here. He wants to move along. He doesn't want to take. What doesn't want to do anything? Grandpa is literally like. It'll be fine. Let's drink these. Shut drinks. up, kid. Shut up, kid. We're going to drink these.
1: Rules don't apply to us. I've they been don't. bedridden
3: for years now. The the thing I want to do is drink this thing and maybe I'll fly.
1: Grandpa Joe's like, "What are they going to do? Lock me up?" <laughs> fine. <laughs> Three square meals a day, get to work out, <laughs> and be outside all the time. I'll be just fine. Sounds great. <laughs> the, this... prison is back with your mother, the
2: rag woman. <laughs> This scene always always scared me as a kid though, because like that the thought of them going up into that fan was always terrifying. Yeah, true.
1: It's <laughs> just gonna get dusted up there, dude. Oh
2: my god! Are you kidding me? And oh. and and Wonka wanted this to happen. He wanted someone to do this. He
1: wanted somebody to
2: mess up. He did. This room was set up for someone to to try the drink and go up and get. Yeah. That's true. Get it was. I, I
3: literally have no. It's like Wong is a slasher. This is a slasher movie. It is.
2: It, he's jigsaw. So he's just bad
3: at it.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah.
1: Is that what well, he,
2: he's He's actually pretty good. He's four out of five. Well, uh,
3: as,
1: as we well, and they voluntarily signed to come in there. Yeah, they signed their own death warrant. They did. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> he's, Smart. He's so he's thinking. good at this. He's
3: okay. A thinker, dude. <laughs> he's a thinker. There's a reason he does this like every once in a blue moon. You know. Yeah. I hated I, like I don't like Charlie I'm with you I I think his performance especially the burping scene it just like uh, it, there's some
2: uh, 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 I'm like uh, uh, stop this stop well, right now keep in mind Charlie Charlie was the main character he's he's the main character of this whole thing they changed the name of the movie he was of the book everything was about Charlie leading up to when they got in the factory and then he just Disappeared. Yeah. Until this scene. Yeah, you're right. Which is nuts. They're and like, then he no. disappears again. We move into the next room for Veruca, and then of all the deaths, this one's now a musical death. Yeah, I <laughs> actually got
3: actually got to give her <laughs> some praise. I want it now. <laughs> it's actually
2: a pretty good set piece. I do like it.
3: I, I think she does a really good job. Like, and it's it's all pretty much like long takes. Like whatever she's doing, you know, like fucking with all the impalimpas and stuff. And like, I want this. I want it now. She's really good. She is. Yeah. And I did have a crush on. I did too, man. That, you know.
2: I thought I loved that British accent. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like, do people really <laughs> that, talk like that, that, that? Attitude, yeah, yeah, the attitude, <laughs> yeah. But this is the the oompa loompas get it right. This Veruca is a product of the mother and the father, just like all the shitty kids in the world today. That is a mother and father thing. Mm-hmm. The kids do not come out bad. It's you being more interested in your social media and like your Tinder than like actually <laughs> your kid, right? And like this is this is I love this deep hidden lesson of this movie. Like yeah, it's the mother and the father. It's mm-hmm. not the kid. It's your fault. Oompa Loompas get it. I don't know why they don't. They don't know. know. Why, why they doesn't don't. people get this? Billy, Idol. I don't. Know. See, Charlie must have had a really good mom. Really good parent to keep him on the straight and narrow. You would think. You would think so. That one seems to be the only one who made it through. That one died years ago. Well, that was Grandpa Joe's fault. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not living with your
1: parents.
2: (laughs) I'm out of here.
1: The the whole egg decator thing is actually, it's also maybe one of the more terrifying thoughts to me is that it's just this thing that just goes...
2: Oh, it goes to, to like, an incinerator, an incinerator
1: right? just like... That may or may not be running today? Y- yes. Like, that is that is terrifying to me. That's for sure. Like, that was the scariest. That was actually one of the scarier parts. That is like, a terrifying one. It just goes to nowhere. Like, just goes to nowhere. And that's... Nothingness is very scary to me. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you guys that right now. <laughs> just so you know. It's very I, scary. I
3: have one one question before I move on. The, the whole lore of the Oompa Loompas, which is that they're like from a yep. distant land somewhere... Um, I, I guess it, apparently they were supposed to be like like pygmy colored, ah, uh, and it was extremely uh, racist, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I've never read the book actually, so I don't know like how exactly it's described. But th- that's why they changed them to like an orange yeah. face and and like green hair, magical, yeah, God. just kind of whimsy. Um, but are there in like are there any ladies? Like, are they like Smurfs? Pretty much. <laughs> are there any lady Oompa Loompas? I actually heard one
1: of them was.
3: Like well, one, one, of, the one of the actors was a female Was
1: actually an actress, yes Okay yes. And, uh, so maybe they just all look the same. They just their parts are different. N-
2: nice, <laughs> <Not> cool. <laughs> the, like the male seahorse has the baby. The male. Y- you're right. <laughs> you, know that? you know, it's I the mean, same thing. It could be different. <laughs> it's,
1: yeah, it's not that far out there. And so I think the other maybe maybe he only maybe he only imports males. Something <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know for the for the hard work for the hard. Work. <laughs> They're like slaves. No, no, no. They they
3: had it really bad on. No, on they their... had it bad. They love it here. Now they love it here. <laughs> <laughs> look at they, them. They're singing. Look at them. <laughs> they get to kill kids. <laughs> they get to kill kids. Awesome.
1: That's what, that's what the Oompa Loompas eat. They don't actually Hell eat kids. Yes. <laughs> yes. They just eat kids. Hell, yes. So he's got to bring them in every now and again. Sadistic. Sadistic. And, they, and <laughs> they
3: just shit out everlasting gobstoppers. <laughs> like, they need They need kids to shit out everlasting gobstoppers. It's just Oompa
1: Loompas having sex in that machine and then just like yes.
2: this.
1: <laughs> yes. That's actually an Oompa Loompa embryo. Yes. Where are we going, guys? Yeah. I love this, guys. <laughs>
2: Scene five, we're ending this. Mike <laughs> TV, impressed by Wonka's newest invention called Wonka Vision. goes through it and ends up reduced into a tiny little person to about the 12th of his normal size. At the end of the tour, Wonka is mad at them for violating the contract, tells him to leave. Despite Grandpa Joe's frustrations, Charlie puts the stolen Everlasting Gobstopper on Wonka's desk. All of a sudden, Wonka joyously declares Charlie has won, reinstates the chocolate prize, and reveals that Slugsworth is actually an employee of the Wonka factory. The offer to buy a gobstobber was mortality test for kids with Charlie passed, Wonka tells them that Charlie inherits the factory and his family can move out of poverty you, into the factory.
3: You did say mortality test,
2: which it also could be. <laughs> yeah, it's, it says morality test. It's a mortality test. Like How it. well do you die? It
1: turns out it's both. <laughs> God dang. Your morals will save your mortality. Hey, real yeah. quick again,
2: this, this vehicle after Veruca only has spots for four people. Ah. This car wash vehicle. Yeah. Again, he's fully aware that
1: there will only be two sets of people moving into the next room. Hmm. I mean, it's a pretty big factory and he's only taking them through like, what, four rooms? Yeah, I'm just saying. Technically?
3: True. I mean,
1: I'm just saying he set, knows. Set,
3: set up and kind of tailored to certain v- victims. Yeah. You you could say. You're right. You know, there's the gum in that room. Uh there's the TV in Mike TV's room, you know.
1: Do you think the fizzy room then was actually set up to knock off Charlie and Grandpa? Mm.
2: I Good
1: think question. I think he thought
2: along the line one of these kids was going to pass their test. Right. He hoped. Right. So every it seemed like every room was set up for one of them.
1: Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like so if every if, if there's, you know, Obviously, there was the gum-chewing room for Violet. There was the, you know, vast room of, yep. of the chocolate room yep. for Loop. Augustus Gloop to just go hog wild. TVs, gold eggs. Yep. Literally golden, golden eggs. Egg literally from... golden egg. And then, yes, the TV room. Yeah. So that means the only other room would have been set up for Charlie. It was. And so, like, he just... I don't understand, like, what his tick was, I guess. He's just... He wants to get what? high. Yeah, I, yeah, he ne- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, sweet dude.
3: Bugger. Cool. Low twenty. Let's go. Um. Yeah, it. Maybe it was because uh, he didn't really have a thing like everyone else. Like I was saying, like I'm fat. I chew gum. I watch TV. I'm poor. <laughs> I'm poor. Maybe he's like wants
1: to he wants to raise up rise up through the rise
3: up or like kind of fly <laughs> yep. like that's might be like you know yeah. sky's the limit kind of thing like that's <sighs> kind of what he's I don't
1: know. Yeah. Uh, Turns out this guy has limits, and it will chop you to bits, (laughs) Charlie.
2: But then, so they get to the office, and again, Grandpa Joe losing his cool here. Grandpa Joe is literally going to throw the fortune away to be like, screw it, Charlie, we're going to go take this cop stopper. We're going to go Slugsworth. Despite Grandpa Joe's hardest attempts to ruin this, again, he's the one that made him go up in the thing, which didn't get him the prize in the first place. Then he's like, screw your good deed, Charlie despite his attempts Charlie does the right thing and ends up winning the prize it's true it's a beautiful moment
3: do you guys think this all kind of wraps up a little too yes uh, fast I guess it's in like Gene Wilder takes a a pretty big turn from like I don't He's intense there when he's yelling. You lose. Yeah, well, I like I like that. Oh yeah, but like when he puts the gobs over, he's like, "You did it, Charlie. I knew it was going to be you." Balloons. Like like now he's Fred Astaire, you know, not Gene Wilder. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's way. And I I guess I like it. It's just it's a little too convenient for me now. I agree. You know,
1: him going off on that, and like we come out of the TV room or whatnot, and he's back to. This idea is like, oh, there's so much to do. I've got all these bills and I've got all these invoices. And it's like, oh, I need to respond to the queen. You know, that kind yeah. of st- It's like all these responsibilities now, they're perceived responsibilities. And uh, and his performance there at the end is is so intense. Good day, sir. Yeah. You know, you're just like, oh my God, I'm scared. It. I do love it. I like that. It's, you lose. You lose, sir. Etc. Yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Oh, so good. Etc. <laughs> etc. Cetera, et cetera. Except factor forum. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's an amazing part of his performance and and to see that he like i think going into his office it kind of really put things into perspective and I tried to find out did you guys read anything about why everything was cut in half um, there like I tried to find. Everything, like any reason as to why, like all this stuff was cut in half just for and, weird. And they, the the only thing I actually found or read was that he just, they just didn't want to go into some normal Joe regular yeah. office. Mm-hmm. Off, that makes like, sense. You know, that's just it kinda, had to feel weird, it had to feel strange or yeah. weird and everything. And this is kind of this kind of became, um, get the knife uh, cart guy, uh, we'll yeah, yeah cut exactly. maybe he cut everything in oh. half. Oh, it, <laughs> it became like my self sort of like weird self realization of of why he's doing this and then it brought me back like even further back to when he's taking everybody in, he's trying to deceive people and he's starting this test of morality and he lets everybody into this chocolate room and you start to realize that, and that's why I thought about like, he's not happy singing this song. It's almost like he's very sad about Mm. it. And he has this like realization that he's going to be giving his dream up to somebody else, you know? And it's like, he's not going to be here anymore. And you kind of start realizing, like, why he has, like, no sympathy or empathy as, like, we're going through this. And it's like, you know, we finally get to the end, and everything is cut in half. And I just kind of put this idea together that he's only, like, lived half of a life mm. at this point. And that's why I feel like it's actually a very sad sad thought process like he's gotten all this way and he's done all these things as this artist and this person who's revered in the world and you go into his office and everything is half complete and like the clock and the desk uh, and the safe and he still uses the safe the same way though he yeah, doesn't go yeah. around the door but it's like everything is is just it's only lived half of a life and he's only lived like a child's life essentially I like that you know and, uh, and now he's but now he's giving it up and he's ex- maybe excited to go out into the world I guess, but you know, but kill he more has, kids yeah, and just kill more kids <laughs> and yeah. just, you know, scound, sc- become, scound, become scrounge more, kind yeah, yeah. of yeah. jigsaw. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. That's you know, it's like,
3: a, it's really, uh, it's really thoughtful. I like that
1: a lot. Yeah. It's, I, it just, for some reason, it's just like, uh, I think it's just this like moving on with life yeah. sort of idea or value that you, you kind of get out of this that you're just like, man, it's just like, he's got to, he has to move on now. He has to give this up. He can't, he even says, I can't do it forever. Yeah, like I, I don't, I can't. I'm not. Eventually, I'm going to start not seeing it the same way, you know. A child's the only one who could take this on, and continue on that path for me, and keep this thing alive, you know. So it's right. It's really cool. Yeah, man.
0: Mike's fan theories. Don't you
2: worry about a thing. I'm Sean. (laughs) (laughs) I read a, I read a very cool theory on Reddit uh, by Jacob Y M One. He says that Charlie's dreamt this whole thing. And I know that's a co- <laughs> it's just that's it. It's all a dream. Everything's a dream. And this is a fun thing. Okay, it's kind On of the, fun to think. It's about, kind of huh? fun to think about. But once they announced the fifth ticket was found, he that's when he goes off to sleep, and and Grandpa Joe's like, "Let him have one dream." Let the boy dream. And so he falls asleep. And then from there on out, it's a dream. He wakes up. The fifth ticket is fake. Oh my God. He finds random money on the street. Yeah. He gets the golden ticket. The next day is the tour. Uh, Grandpa's been bedridden for 20 years. Now he can magically walk around. He's in every single scene from here on out. Even like when they move, when the tour moves on. That stays with Charlie in in the in the fizzy room, yeah. and then they move into the next room, and we don't know what happened until now. We're in the real world. It's it's all him, him, him. Once the kids leave, we never see or hear from him again. It's the dreamlike qualities of the candy yeah. and the thing. So that's that's a a thought is that he was actually just dreaming the whole thing. Fun thing to think about. It's a fun. It is really cool. That's We're a not fun saying theory. that's real.
3: No, I like it, it also kind of like plays into like yeah, I, it it uh, justifies kind of like well when you're having a dream. And people just kind of leave and don't yeah. go back, and yeah. like don't even really remember them, um, and uh, just just the fact that uh, uh, yeah, like his grandpa can get up totally. and do whatever. Uh, yeah. I really like that, but cool. also I think it could be just him dreaming, or you know his mom maybe to come in and smothered
1: him, and he's just a now he's like a now he's dead. It's like a fever death dream. Yeah, this yeah. is more. just forever. Yeah, and you know what it is that hope. I did th- nope dashing that Down i, with I hope. think i think that that is a it's a fun thing although i disagree with you mike i think it's really fun that that exists out in the world and uh we can all talk about it and uh, you know uh, add to our own conversation cool And wow. Mike, you
2: respect that right i do respect that
1: that's kind of weird this is awesome <laughs> well boys
2: you want to wrap it up let's give it. us some modern day ratings okay we've dissected this whole thing with a modern eye aj
1: we need to hear your modern day rating buddy Uh, this is like, for some reason watching this movie right now, like for some reason, just like really hit home. And, uh, like I say that, I I don't know if it's like some sort of weird self-realization or that you, you apply to a movie when you watch it. Um, I think that's the only thing you can do a a lot of the time, but you, you just kind of watch this movie happen and it's like Willy Wonka's Peter Pan effect, essentially that he has to grow up, you know what I mean? And, um... And that's a, that could be a a tough thing for somebody and then to have to hand it down or hand it off to somebody. So that way, if you want it to continue, you have to like, you have to give that up. And so watching the movie, um, I, I, watching Gene Wilder's performance. It just obviously just set in stone of everything I already loved about him from his other performances, other movies. And, um, he just, I, it's very tough for me to think that he can do anything wrong, um, that being said, uh, I love how the movie just kind of keeps you guessing just like Willy Wonka does. And, and you know, you don't know, you don't, you can't like set, you can't place this in, in time almost. And it kind of, to a degree, feels a little bit timeless. Um, and so nowadays, I think I have to give this movie an 8.7.
3: Wow.
2: Damn, son. Sean, what about you?
3: You you kind of base it off rewatchability sometimes, but yeah. I, I I I base most of my ratings kind of off just like how it made me feel at the time I watched it in, in modern day, and I I really did kind of feel that this is just Gene Wilder's movie and whenever he's on screen I love it. Whenever he's not, I'm just like, this is kind of fun to make fun of, but also I uh, I don't know if I will put it on just to watch anymore, mm. ever. Uh, maybe like as a group viewing that would be that would be kind of cool, um, but that said, you know, like the the sets and everything. I think the direction is fine. The music is really really fun. Um, I think it still kind of holds up. And Gene Wilder is Gene Wilder, so I'm gonna say I'm uh, Just because AJ's uh, assumption uh, or his uh, little um, post postamble like was um, so profound, I like it a little bit more. So I'm gonna go six point eight.
2: Six point eight, myself. Um, this one just did not hit me the way I thought it was going to. I, I found the first 45 minutes to just be so terribly boring. Mm. I, I hated the weird little like, oh, here's a ransom plot. And here's. here's <laughs> you the, didn't like it I just huh? like. I, I If that would have been what the movie was, sure, I would have loved it. But sure. it was just like, we're a musical. No, we're kind of funny for adults. No, we kill kids. No, here's a really fun factory. No, it's not. It's actually scary. Like. Nothing made. I hated every character in this movie. It's a bit of an identity crisis. I did not identify with anyone. Yeah. Uh, But if if Gene Wilder were not in this movie, I would give this a like a one. Yeah. I I literally thought this was the worst movie ever. However, Gene Wilder, add his performance, the time he spent in this movie, plus just the importance of this movie. Like this is this is an iconic movie. It's going to bring me up from that terrible score I would have given it. Um, But it's still not that great. I mean, rewatchability, I don't know if I'm going to rewatch this ever again. Mm. So I'm I'm a 5.2.
1: It's interesting, like, with the Gene Wilder thing, I think you're – Absolutely right in that regard. <laughs> Take him out, and just think about yeah. the one thing that he s- he demanded that had to happen yeah. for him to be in the movie, and think if that didn't if happen, they didn't do it. And all those little isms that wouldn't have happened if he wouldn't have been there. And I completely agree yeah. with you on that front, though. <laughs> I, it would not be it as profound or or renowned. As what it is, if, if he had not been yep. there, yeah, hundred percent. Executive producer Josh Miller says, upon rewatch with that critical
2: eye, this movie makes me confused and angry, and I have so many questions. My large, my largest is a fan theory: is the story told from is this story told from within Willy Wonka's schizophrenic head? It all just, it's all just makes believe. Is he just a hermit in the factory that at one time was functioning? Don't get me wrong. I still enjoy the movie. I feel that it's really well done. For the time it was made, everything looks right, feels right. So many parts don't add up, though. In the beginning at the candy store, the shopkeeper gives the kids tons of candy for what appears to be for free as he sings to them, but charges Charlie for a candy bar later in the timeline. <laughs> Slugworth suspiciously in the right place at the right time anywhere in the world, but maybe I'm thinking too much into it. I'm sure you guys will hit on all this we did. My girl- Girlfriend said that she didn't enjoy the movie not because it's not well made. She is just uncomfortable with the storyline. After seeing this for the first time in a long time, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I think I like the remake more in the the sense that I'm less uncomfortable with it. But I can't give you well thought out reasonings as to why. So my modern score has to be a 6.0. Gene Wilder was a treasure. Loved him in everything he did and he will be missed by millions for years to come. I agree with that. Josh, actually, uh, shout out to you and your dad. Josh's dad had some health problems there for a bit, but it mm. sounds like he's pulling through. So we're, oh, we're thinking cool. about you and yeah. your dad, man, and hoping everything's going well. Yeah. <clears throat> but with that six, that takes us to a group rating of six point six eight, which is pretty low, my friends. Uh that is just better than speed, just below base basketball. Six below point, basketball. Basketball is a better movie <laughs> above than above <Willy> speed.
3: Wonka. <laughs> Speed's the greatest movie of all time, though. <laughs> well,
2: what not, the fuck? not according to us and our ratings, which are gospel. We which are gospel. We have
1: agreed these are gospel. Which
2: are ample. We are going which is to do, ample. We are going to do an episode at some point where, all, where we're all allowed to look back at our ratings and change, like, two of them. Yeah. Just to see what that does to the overall ethos. Yeah. So. So, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next Wednesday for another great episode. We're hitting American Pie, 1999, out of the summer of 70s. Yeah, Yeah. we completed it. We did. And after that, we're going to hit Austin Powers, which was voted on by our Patreon members. And if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year, Point Break, Mm -hmm. which may have some symbolism in it, perhaps. Symbology. Symbolism. 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 We also have a voicemail. Here is today's voicemail.
4: Hey, guys, this is Mike from Washington. I was just calling in, just finished listening to your Jaws episode, one of my all-time favorite creature features, and a real creature at that, which makes it even scarier. Nice. Uh, I was listening to some old episodes. One of my favorites is definitely... The heavyweights episode, because Turkish power rules. (laughs) Buddy! Buddy! And uh, I couldn't help but think of another movie when I was listening to your Princess Bride episode. I would like to hear an episode of one of my favorite 90s movies, Little Monsters. Oh, wow. Now, I grew up, I was born in 92. For me, it took me a while to find Monster Squad, which is another episode that you did, Mm. one of my favorites. And I think for me, going to the video store, I wasn't able to get a lot of the more horror genre, which now I'm, you know, well-versed in and I've watched a lot of. But the one that really stood out to me, and the one that my mom would let me rent, aside from Goosebumps, was (laughs) Little Monsters with Fred Savage. Mm
0: -hmm,
4: So if you could do an episode of that, that'd be cool. I love you guys. You get me through all my work days. Thank you so much for what you do.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks, dude. Dude, Thank you so much. Yeah, Uh, I'm definitely
3: down to cover Little Monsters for sure.
2: That's not the proper thing you say. You we go, will, will
3: cover <laughs> <a monster>. yeah. <laughs> we will we
2: will did you
3: know Howie Mandel is the monster in that yes, movie yes isn't, Howie isn't
2: the, that fucking weird yeah cool he is, seems like a monster in real life yeah too. you know <laughs> see you later well <laughs> AJ tell, tell or us
3: no deals
1: AJ tell us how we can get how they, everybody can support the podcast on our way out here man guys go on to any social media platform search for the confused breakfast anywhere you want to find us join us on those convos right there but you can go to confusedbreakfast.com get all the relevant links for everything you want to find out about us and what we do
3: you could also go to that same website uh, confusedbreakfast.com and get some merch uh, you want a shirt says some cool uh, s- slogans from the show like damn dang it you can get our
2: logo on your
3: chest you can also get a mug and um some stickers
2: my Whatever but, you want My buddy Nick Francois from Chicago came to see my band play And he was wearing a Damn Dang It shirt
1: Damn Dang It, so
3: cool. it
2: was awesome, man Thanks for doing that And Hell the yeah. last thing you guys can do is you can check us out on Patreon.com Slash Confused Breakfast Join in with all of our other friends You get to vote on upcoming episodes You get to listen to all the bonus audio content Join us on the private Discord It's a good time I think we're going to say goodbye Goodbye
3: Thank goodbye. you guys so much We love you